0: Praise God. But ye are a chosen generation. Yes. A royal priesthood. An holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Father, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of your word effective. In Jesus' name, we bind every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Every critical spirit that riseth against what God wants to do in the house, we rebuke it and be stilled in Jesus' name. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said, amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Today's message is titled, Who Are You? Amen. Who are you? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I believe that all of us know who we are. We all come with a very unique identity. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are unique in our make. We are unique in our mode. We are unique in our character. We are unique in our characteristics. We are unique in our disposition we are unique in the way that we carry ourselves. Everything about us is unique. You have a unique fingerprint. You have a unique ID up here. Everything about us is unique. But you and I are known by a name. The name that is given by our parents. Amen. You and I are known by a number, if you're an American or you're in this country, we have something called the social security number. The government wants to ID you, and they want to make sure that they don't confuse you for any other Joe, any other Tom, any other Harry. They want to make sure that you have a unique number that will identify you so that you can be tapped into. They can collect the taxes from you and you can also get the benefits that is supposed to come your way. Praise God. That's the identity that we have, that our parents have given, that our government has given, that we use to live and to do business in this world, but quite often we tend to forget who we are from a heaven's perspective. Since we live in this world, we are surrounded by rules that governs our life and our world, and we are very much in touch with what's happening in this world. But we tend to forget, as Paul says, set your mind on things above, not on the earthly things. As much as we have to make sure that our feet are on the ground, the Bible says our minds have been set to have on heavenly things why because quite often this wall that is around us has the tendency to appeal to us, to allure us, to beckon us, to pull us away from the heavenly purpose that God has for our lives. So when this world tends to put the pressure on us, when the world tends to put the, the, the power on us, the world wants to mold us according to the worldly molding, we as God's people, we know, Need to know who we are from a heaven's perspective. Apostle Peter writing to a group of people who were facing pressure from every end. Persecution from every end. Problems from every end. He tells them and he reminds them as to who they are. Praise God this morning. Do you know who you are from heaven's perspective? Praise God. What does God think about you? What does God say about you? What are the positions that you have in Christ? Jesus, when heaven looks at you, how does heaven look at you? Praise God. When we align ourselves to the heavenly perspective, then our life will change dramatically. Peter reminds them, number one, he's saying that you are a chosen generation. Praise God. Amen. I don't know what you think about it. The Bible says, you and I are chosen. Praise God. Amen. Have you ever been to school or wherever you are where people have picked you or they have failed to pick you, when people let you down, when people look the other way around, when people forget you, when people drop you, when people just say, think that you are not significant, when people ignore you, when people shrug you off, when everybody around you gets picked for something or the other, have you ever been let down do you know the feeling? Praise God. If you are in a game and there are two captains pulling out people, what do they do? They pick the best. They pick the strong athlete. They pick the, the, the one that is skilled the best. They pick the popular one. Suppose you are not the popular one. Well, you are left hanging at the mercy of someone. Finally, one by one, one by one, one by one, every, everybody is taken and you are left out, singled out. Have you ever had such a feeling Praise God. It could happen in homes. It could happen in church. It could happen in school. Praise God. David perhaps felt like that. Everybody was called. The prophet had come home. But the youngest son, David, was in the wilderness taking care of his father's business. Praise God. The earthly father forgot him. But the heavenly father who commissioned the prophet to go and put the anointing, Pointing upon him. Did not forget. He said send word. Bring the youngest one. I'm going to anoint him. Praise God. Amen. The best of us might have been overlooked. And you know the feeling. But this morning I want to assure you. My friend as you are seated in the house of God. I want to assure you through God's word. That God has not forgotten you. He has chosen you. Amen. Praise God. He has hand-picked you. Praise God. Now turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I am hand-picked. Praise God. Did you hear your neighbor say, I'm hand-picked? Yeah. Praise God. You're not the last on the line. He picked you first. Only God can pick you and me faster. Praise God. And do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says He has chosen us in Christ Jesus when. Before the foundations of the world. Whoa! Praise God. Ephesians 1, 4. Paul says, God has chosen us in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world to be holy and to be blameless. Praise God. Before the foundations of the world. Hey, that means before God spoke everything into existence. Before he, put, he planted the sun, he posted the moon, he threw the stars in the expanse, praise God, before he created the largest PowerPoint screen in the universe, in the sky. My Bible says God chose you and me in Christ Jesus I don't know about you. When I think about that, my heart leaps up with joy. I want to jump up. Praise God. Maybe you are an underdog. Maybe everybody lets you down. But I want to tell you, God picked you up. Praise God. You guys know about the basketball pick, right? They come, they get the best. The team the quicks the best. They put the money in and he gives them the best they can offer and they pick the best. Praise God. God picked me and God picked you not because we were the best, not because you were the smartest, not because you had the highest IQ. Long before, long before, long before in eternity past, it pleased my God to pick me. He has chosen me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I am chosen. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, God picked me, man. Praise God. God picked me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God picked you too. He picked me too. Praise God. All this time, I thought he only picked me. No, he picked me and he picked you. And he picked us. Praise God. All of us are special in the sight of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if everybody forgot to pick you and you're feeling low this morning, I want you to get up and look into the Word and look up and say, God, thank you for picking me when everybody else forgot me. Amen. I am a chosen generation. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am unique in Praise God, in my molding, I am personally hand-picked at the same time. Praise God, I am part of a generation that God has picked. Peter is saying, guys, you guys feeling all the pressure? I know, but don't forget, have a heavenly perspective that you are chosen by God. You are not only chosen by God, you are a royal priesthood. Praise God. Amen. Have you ever felt kind of low? You feel that? Amen. You know, just be, be ordinary, the common. Nobody cares. Nobody pays attention. Just like, <laughs> He says that you are, you and I are a royal priest. Amen. Royalty runs in my blood. If you take my blood and test my blood, you can find my blood type. But let me tell you, I believe what the Lord says. He says, I am royal. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm royal, man. I don't know what you think, but I am royal. Praise God. Praise God. Behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished upon me so that I we be called the children of God. John 1:12, and to all those who believed in his name, praise God. He gave them what? The authority. Praise God to be called the children of God. You and I are sons of God. You and I have daughters of God, not just Any God but the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Praise God. I'm royal. It's just not royal. It's royal priesthood. Praise God. In the Old Testament... The priest were, was a very unique class in itself. The Levites were set apart for God's work. Only they could minister before God, stand in the gap before God on behalf of the people. But when we come to the New Testament, all of us are royal priesthood. By faith you can enter into the heavenly sanctuary and offer sacrifice of praise and worship to God and God receives that sacrifice. Royal priesthood. Praise God. As priest, God has called us to offer sacrifice. Praise God. You know, you know, the Bible says in New Testament, there are so many different kinds of sacrifices. In the Old Testament, there were numerous sacrifices. In the New Testament also, there are many kinds of sacrifices that the Bible told. If we are the royal priesthood, if we are priests unto God, praise God. You know, what is it that God expects us? From us, You know, I want you to look at that verse which talks about it. This is how it says in Revelation. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. Hey, as priests... Now, that was a perspective from there. As priests, now, God expects us to offer sacrifice. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, offer sacrifice. Praise God. So, the first sacrifice we have to offer is a sacrifice of self. Praise God. Amen. Paul writes to Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, my brethren, by the mercies of God, that you offer, offer what? Your bodies as a living sacrifice. The first offering that we have to offer is ourselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ourselves. <laughs> Praise God. Don't forget who our God is. He's an awesome God. He's a holy God. He has cleansed us. And we have to conduct ourselves in a way that our bodies are a living sacrifice. Praise God. Hallelujah. How often do we forget that? You know, we all have made commitments one time or the other. Praise God. But I want to ask you this morning, what is your commitment? How solid has been your commitment as you've offered yourself unto God? Living sacrifice. Praise God. Oh, centuries ago, a young boy got saved. He was known in his church as Wee Bobby. Wee Bobby came from a very poor family, an ordinary family. Wee Bobby was, was not much educated. He came from a poor, rundown family. One day he was sitting in his church and they were taking a mission offering. And as they were passing the offering basket around, Wee Bobby looked. And he realized that he had nothing in his pocket. He had nothing to give. He sat there and he asked him, so what can I give to the Lord? Praise God. As the offering basket came, he told the ushers to stop. Can you put the basket on the floor? Once the basket was put on the floor, he took his shoes off and stepped into the basket and said, I offer myself to you. Praise God. Folks, that was Robert Muffet, the missionary that shook Africa. His daughter later, later on married David Livingstone, and you know what they did in Africa. Folks, you and I have been called to offer ourselves. No, everyone is not called to go into full-time ministry. If God calls you, go. That's not what we are talking about. We're talking about offering ourselves first into the hands of God and daily living a life of a living sacrifice. That means offering our desires, offering our passions, offering everything that's a priority to us upon the altar for to have the preeminence to giving Christ the priority in our lives. Offer your Self, praise God, as priest, praise God. We are called to offer unto Him. Praise God. It's not only the offering of self, the offering of souls. Look what Paul is saying in Romans 15:16. That I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Ministering the gospel of God. That the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable. Being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. And as we get involved in the work of God. Praise God, lifting up, bringing souls into the presence of God. It's the sixth month this year. Let me ask you, praise God, have you done anything, anything at all this last five months to bring soul? Have you stand in, stood in the gap? Have you prayed for someone? Have you poured into someone? Have you taught someone? Have you shared with someone? Have you testified to, to the, about, your good, about the goodness of the Lord? Have you witnessed? Praise God. Hallelujah. The sacrifice of stuff. Praise God. Look what Paul says. This is what Paul says. But I have all and abound... I am full, having received of Hippoproditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Philippians 4. Eighteen. In other words, when we use the stuff that God has given us, when we use the blessings that God has given us, when we use the possessions that the Lord has given us, when we extend it towards extending the kingdom of God, Paul says it's a sweet smell of an offering unto the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Oftentimes when we give, we tend to give, we tend to lose the perspective. When the basket comes, we carelessly casually put something in there. When we give something to God's work, we just happen to give. Some give out of habit. Some give grudgingly. Some give because what would anybody else say. Some give because they're intimidated that if everybody will know what they give. People give for different reasons, but I'm telling you let your heart be aligned to the heaven's perspective and you give. Give so that heaven will look and say, oh, that's a sweet offering. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is how how George Muller puts it. He says, God judges what we give by what we keep. End quote. I'll say it again. God judges what we give by what we keep. We don't judge like that. We judge what we give based on how much we give. But God says, I judge according to more what you give based on how much you keep. (laughs) Do you know who's the biggest giver? Who's the biggest giver? Huh? Who's the biggest giver? How did he give? Amen. He gave us son. He gave us. God gave his son. Praise God. The son gave his life. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Son gives the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit gives gifts. Praise God. God is a giver. Praise God. God is a giver. He loves to give. He's a generous giver. He's a benevolent God. His magnanimity is seen as he gives liberally. The psalmist says the Lord openeth his hand and every living thing is satisfied. You and I can only be content and satisfied when the hands of heaven are open wide and pours into our life. Life and grace, goodness and goods. Praise God. Let me tell you, every wealth in the world will not satisfy you, but what God gives you, it will satisfy you. Because the Bible says in Psalm 103, he's satisfies your mouth with good things. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Listen guys what is tasty to your mouth might not be tasty to my mouth. I might like something sweet. You might like something sour. You might like something salty. But let me tell you when God kills, he knows what your taste body is all about. He knows what you're needing. He knows what you're craving for. He knows your desire. He knows what you need. And the Bible says he satisfies your mouth with good things. It could be M&M's. It could be Snickers. It could be anything. Praise God. It could be saltine crackers. It could be sweet and sour soup. But let me tell you, when God gives, your mouth is satisfied. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you imagine? I took you out, all right, and I go and get the most expensive steak, okay? What's the best steakhouse? Tell me. Huh? What? I I never heard about it. But I believe you. Suppose I take you there. I buy the most expensive steak. It's right there in front of you. And then you look at the steak and say, Pastor, what is this? You know, I don't eat beef. Oh, then I said, i order salmon. It comes, you look at it and so say, What is this? You know, I am allergic to fish. I can't touch anything that's seafood. Man, but you know, when God gives, He makes no mistake. Praise God. He called me to His banqueting table. Praise God. And there is a flag that flutters over the table. The Bible says, and the banner over me is love. Anything that he feeds me, anything that he gives me, anything that he supplies me, it flows from the heart of love. Praise God. Do you know why what he gives satisfies my mouth with good things? Because it flows from the heart that loves. Ah, Praise God. You ask your mother who cooks, she will tell you she knows how to cook the food that's Tasty to your buds. Taste buds. Praise God. Rebecca knew what was tasty to Isaac's taste buds. Praise God. A meal prepared just for you. Praise God. Let me run. No time. Praise God. Sacrifice. song. Where is that? Hebrews 13, offer unto God the fruit of our lips, giving thanks, praise God, the sacrifice of a song. Let me ask you, when was the last time you broke into a song? praise God. I'm not talking about a rehearsed song now. I'm not talking about a practice song now. You need to rehearse songs. You need to practice songs. Because when you present, you have to present the very best for the Lord. The sacrifice to the Lord ought to be prepared sacrifice. That's not what I'm talking about now. I'm talking about a spontaneous song. Like the psalmist says in Psalm 96.1. Oh come what? Let us sing unto the Lord a New song. How can a new song come? I'm not a songwriter, Lord. I can't compose song, Lord. I don't know anything about music. But God says, when you mull over me, when you mull over the fact who you you are in Christ Jesus, when you think about what Jesus did, when you think about what Christ has done for you, when you think about his tender mercies, song breaks out from the inside out. Praise unto God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I might not be the best singer on the face of the earth, but the song that comes from the bottom of my heart, from the soul, it goes up. It's a music in the ears of the the master. He says, that song, that fruit of lips, giving thanks is acceptable to me one more. Praise God. The sacrifice of service. Praise God. The sacrifice of service. Folks, praise God. You and I have to offer the sacrifice of service. Hebrews thirteen six. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifice God is Well, please. If you're involved in service, maybe nobody sees you, nobody cares. Maybe you're up there all the time in that in that little cubby hole. Working all the time when the church is in operation. Working all the time when the church is not in operation. Maybe you spend a lot of time around here. Maybe you just go visiting the sick. Maybe you just pray for people. Maybe you're doing some good deeds like Dorcas. She, the Bible says, she made clothing. The Bible says, when she had died, the widows got together and they all had an exhibition. They all had something in their hands and said, this is what she made. When she was living, in other words, the sacrifice of service that she was giving forth was so much that it had impacted the world around us. Let me ask you, when was the last time you gave the sacrifice of service. Maybe you're volunteering in the choir. Maybe you're volunteering as a teacher. Maybe you're volunteering as a person who upkeeps the place. Maybe you're just cleaning up the place. Maybe you're doing something menial Let me tell you, whether it's something big or something small, it's a service. If you have your mindset and say, Lord, it is unto you. The Bible says it's a sacrifice well-pleasing to God. Ah. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Praise God, Who has called us out of darkness, out of darkness, Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Praise God. Amen. Folks, I'm going to stop here. I'm not done. God willing, I will continue. Praise God. But I am chosen. Amen. I'm a royal priesthood. God calls me to offer the sacrifice of self. Offer the sacrifice of souls. Offer the sacrifice of stuff. Offer the sacrifice of song. Offer the sacrifice of service. But wait! Before you offer service, before you offer song, before you offer stuff, before you offer soul, he says, offer yourself to me. And you, if you have not done the first thing, everything else is meaningless. Before you do something, before you put on the labor of love, He wants the laborer. Praise God. Because before you work for Him, He wants the worker. He wants you first. Offer your self fast on that altar. Praise God. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. Thank you, Jesus. Feeling low, feeling down, feeling left out, feeling left hanging. I want to tell you, you as a child of God, Maybe you think that you are left hanging. I want to tell you you're not hanging anywhere. I want to tell you you're secure in his hands. Praise God. My Bible says you and I are in his hands. Praise God. You're not left hanging. You're securely placed in his hands. You're chosen by him. You're handpicked by him. Praise God. You are special to him. Praise God. When he picked you, there is a purpose for it. God willing, we'll talk about it next week. You are a royal priesthood. There are some expectations of you. As a priest, are you fulfilling the duties that God expects? of us, standing in the gap for yourself, for your family, for your church, for your nation, offering sacrifice of self, sacrifice of stuff, sacrifice of souls, sacrifice of song, sacrifice of service. Praise God. If you have gone down and sacrificed, Before you do anything, come to him this morning. Tell him, Lord, here am I. I offer myself to you. Lord, if I've compromised, if you've gone down on my commitment, here am I, Lord, I offer my life as a living sacrifice to you. When all eyes are closed, who will make that commitment this morning? My Father, I offer myself to you. I offer myself to you. I want myself to be a living sacrifice that would allow the fire of God's glory to come. And may the sweet aroma fill the nostrils of God. Are you that person? Would you want to make such a commitment this morning? If you do, just slip your hands up and we'll pray with you right now. Praise God. Anybody else from the sisters? Anybody else from the sisters? Anybody else from the brothers? My Father, I thank you and I praise you for our brothers and our sisters this morning. Lord, as they respond to your word, I pray, O God, that they will be consistent, that they will be faithful, that glory of God will rise from their lives, and you will be pleased with their sacrifice. Send us home with your blessings. May we live up to the calling that God has placed upon our lives. May we have a heaven's perspective as to who we are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. May we put our heads up. Hold our heads up. For you are the lifter of our heads. Thank you, my Father. Keep us, sustain us. Let none for all falter. May we go from grace to grace, from glory to glory, from power to power, from victory to victory. Till we reach the destiny that God has been, God has ordained for our lives. Send us home with your grace and blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.